Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast, dedicated to modern sales and marketing, innovation, and leadership. Here's your host, Ian Altman. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Welcome to another episode of the Same Side Selling Podcast. This week's episode is a solo episode, specifically addressing why clients don't share information. You might be a financial services professional and you're asking them for their existing investments and what's worked and hasn't worked. You might be an enterprise salesperson asking who else needs to be involved in this project or um, what's what's the initiative behind this. You might be asking them questions about what's going on Um, in their business, what's it costing them by not solving the problem, yet they just simply won't answer your questions. And it gets really frustrating and people often come back to me and say, look, we understand from same side selling that we should be asking these questions. We understand the notion of these same side quadrants. Those are the things that you'll find on page 76 in the second edition of same side selling. That's the one with the red cover. Um, For some reason, Amazon still has the first edition out there, but the second edition is the one that you want. And um, and people say, look, I, I know what's in the quadrants. I know I should be covering that, but my clients just won't answer the questions. It, it just becomes adversarial right from the start. And I want you to understand why it is that people are reluctant to share information. And Think of it this way. You walk into a store and the hyper-ambitious salesperson walks up, walks up to you and says, may I help you? And how do we respond? No thanks, just looking. Why do we do that? Well, we do that because we don't trust that that salesperson is looking out for us. In fact, we believe that they're just looking out for their own interest and we don't want to be bothered. Those are some of the most common reasons that I hear from people. But here's the thing. We don't have any experience with that salesperson. So what makes us believe that that person is just looking out for themselves? What makes us believe that they aren't looking out for our interest? And the reality is this. So many prior salespeople have poisoned the well that the client, in this case us on the receiving end of that, we say, you know what? We don't trust this person because they're a salesperson and other salespeople have proven that salespeople cannot be trusted. And so since that's the case, and since I think you're a salesperson, I'm not going to trust you. And the same thing is probably going on with your potential clients. So your potential clients think to themselves when you show up, well, you know what? This person looks, smells, and acts like a salesperson. And I've learned that I can't trust salespeople, which means I can't trust you. So the first influence that we have in our relationship with potential customers is recognizing that we can only show up in one of two ways. We can either show up as someone who is there to solve something, or we can show up as somebody who is there to sell something. And if we show up as the person who is just there to sell something, we are unlikely to get the response from our potential clients that we would like to get. So the first thing we need to do is make sure that we don't behave that way. And there's a concept we talk about in same-side selling, and in the workshops I do with organizations, we spend a fair amount of time on this concept of disarming. And the notion of disarming is making it clear to your prospect that you are more interested in their results than you are in making the sale. Now, I need to make something very clear. I didn't say you're supposed to create the illusion 
that you are more interested in their results than the sale. You actually sincerely have to have a greater interest in their results than you have in making the sale. Because anything else, they're probably going to see through anyhow. And here's what I want you to really consider. If you sell somebody something and they don't get the results they need, how likely are you to get repeat and referral business from that client? As opposed to if you deliver good results for them, you know you're likely to get repeat and referral business. So focus on the results ahead of focusing on the sale. And what that starts to sound like is instead of saying, I have this great thing and you need it, instead, in the model of same-side selling, what we're saying to them is, here are the types of problems that I'm really good at solving. Uh, the problem is I don't know whether or not you have any of those problems. Or just because we've solved it for other people, I don't know if it's going to apply to your specific situation. So if those are issues you're facing, I'm happy to learn more to see if we might be able to help. And that's something we call the same-side pitch that's in Chapter 4 of Same-Side Selling. And the idea is that it makes it so that we don't come across looking like a salesperson. Instead, we look like someone who's there just to kind of solve. Think about if you go to a good doctor. So you go to a good doctor, and you've got some sort of symptom. And what the doctor says is, well, let's take a look and see whether or not that symptom is an indicator of a condition that I'm good at treating. And what if the doctor diagnoses a condition that they don't treat? Do they still try and sell you on a procedure that they'll do? No, they refer you to somebody who is better at solving that condition than they are. And as salespeople, we have to do the same thing. What if you went to the doctor and you said, oh, man, I've, I've got this serious issue, and the doctor did some tests and concluded that you don't have that serious issue? Well, a good doctor would say, actually, you don't need my help at all. You're totally fine. You just... You know, need to take it easy for a few days and you'll be totally recovered. And that would be it. We have to take the same approach with our clients and potential clients. The other reason why people are reluctant to share information is either we have not yet earned the right to ask those questions. So we start out of the shoot saying things like, well, so, uh, so how important is this to you? And guess what? We just walked in the door. We don't even know who they are. Maybe we want to say to them initially, if they invite us into their business, hey, what was it that we do that sparked your interest to even meet with us today? And ask about that instead of jumping too fast. See, too often we're prematurely trying to, quote, close the deal or seal the deal instead of taking the time to learn about their situation, make sure we understand everything they're trying to accomplish, and then determine whether or not we can actually help. See, if I can explain to somebody why sharing that information is in their best interest, they're kind of likely to share it with me. If instead I cannot show them and can't demonstrate why it's in their interest, then why would they possibly share that information with me? So, for example, it, you know, a, a lot of times doctors will complain that their patients won't share um, their experience with any substances. They don't want to have any record. And the doctors will say, look – if I don't know what your habits are, I might overlook something important for your health. So just, you know, we'll, it's entirely confidential, but we want to know um, if there are any substances that you're using, legally or illegally, it doesn't matter. We're not here to judge. We just want to know whether or not we can help. And similarly, with your clients, what you want to say is, look, we just want to make sure we're not missing anything important. Sometimes we get just a little bit of information. Like, for example, you might have a request for, for a proposal. You send it out to us, 
gee, but what percent of the time do you think 100% of all the information that we would need is in that request for proposal? And an honest client will say, well, probably never. Exactly. So can we ask you a few questions, learn a little bit more to make sure we're not missing anything? Because we'd hate for you to contract with us. We deliver exactly what was um, needed in your request for proposal. And then we find out there's something else you needed. And we could have gotten you a better solution for less money and less effort if we only knew about those things in advance. Is there no way we can have a brief conversation to make sure we're not missing anything? And at that point, I've just conveyed to them that it's in their best interest to share that information with us. So when your client or prospect is reluctant to share information with you, what you need to consider is first, are we showing up as someone who's there to solve or are we showing up as someone who's there to sell? And if we're showing up as someone who's there to sell, shame on us. Second, am I behaving like that salesperson who's just there to sell? Um, And have I disarmed the situation by making it clear to the client or prospect that I'm more interested in the results than I am in making the sale? And finally, I need to demonstrate to them that anything I'm asking is in their best interest, not just my best interest to share. Because if it's just in my best interest, why would they possibly share it? But if I can share information with them that's in our mutual interest, we're going to have a much better dialogue. And guess what? We're going to build trust with them. And if there's a good fit they're more likely to do business with us. So when you're in that situation, when you feel like you're in those adversarial positions, look in the mirror first, make sure that you're disarming, and if you do that, you're likely to get better results. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic I should cover or a guest I should have on the program, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace especially your customer. Bye now.